0: Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.com. Hi, my name is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Our episode today is part seven of Transgender Ideology in Public Schools, Illegal School Surveys. Public school surveys are not new. My first introduction to them was in the early 90s when the junior high sent out a letter to parents telling us of an upcoming psychological test that would be given to our children. They assured us, "Uh, eh, it's optional." Here's the letter from the school. Dear Fowler parent or guardian, we will be giving out a student survey next week to your youngsters' PE class. We want to let you know about it so you will have a chance to ask questions or let us know if you would prefer that he or she did not participate. The survey is a questionnaire asking about a number of problem behaviors that are often a source of concern for parents, schools, and counselors. We are interested in finding out exactly how common these behaviors are among teenagers in this area, and school surveys such as this are the best way to find out results may be used in planning for future counseling services and special prevention programs. Because some of the questions are of a personal nature, students will not give their names or any other identifying information on the forms, and the administration will be supervised to ensure that all students will not see each other's responses. Participation in the survey will be strictly confidential and voluntary on the part of the students. And if you have any questions about the survey, or you f- you prefer that your youth not participate, please call Vicki Foyle. Okay, so that was in May of 1991. Well, I uh, was president of Eagle Forum in the state of Oregon, and I was on Phyllis Schlafly's uh, report newsletter list. And she had addressed psychiatric invasion in the public schools. And this is what she said. She said, let's move a step farther away from the psychiatrist's couch. From the workplace to the public school classroom and see what is going on there in the weird world of teaching behavior, attitude, and personality to children. One of the leading gurus in the education world, Benjamin Bloom, laid down the goal when he said that the purpose of education and the schools should be, quote, to change the thoughts, feelings, and actions of students, unquote. When parents began to complain to their congressmen about this perversion of the public school's purpose, Congress responded by passing the Protection of Pupil Rights Amendment. This statute, which passed Congress almost unanimously in 1978, forbids schools to subject students to psychological examination or treatment, which requires the pupil to reveal information concerning political affiliations, sex behavior and attitudes, mental and psychological problems potentially embarrassing to the student or his family, or critical appraisals of behavior and attitudes of family members without the prior written consent of the parent. One of the sponsors of this bill, then-Senator Sam Hayakawa, who had been a university president before he was elected to the Senate from California, described the problem. He said that the public schools have accepted the, quote, heresy that rejects the idea of education as the acquisition of knowledge and skills and instead regards the fundamental task of education as therapy, unquote. That's what Phyllis Schlafly wrote about 30 years ago. This is such a great example of, of knowing the law and knowing what has gone on before us. Remember what I just read to you about these surveys, the protection of pupil rights amendment passed almost unanimously by Congress in 1978 stated these surveys cannot be given to students without the prior written consent of the parent. Being the director of parents' rights in education, is something that I take great pride in because I learned long ago that knowing my rights was critical. So what did I do about this psychological test that was going to be given to my kids? Well, I called the school and I asked them if they would send a copy home uh, with one of my children, and they said, no, they couldn't do that, that that uh, that would be against copyright law. Wrong. They could easily have copied the test. They were going to be copying hundreds of these tests to give to all the students in Fowler Middle School. So I said, hey, um, I saw on the letter the name of the psychiatrist who had written the test, and I contacted their office and asked them if they would send me a copy of it. You should have access to anything like this that is going to be given to your children in the public school. Whether you're going to have your kids take it or not, you want to know what it says. I cautioned our sons not to take the test. One of our sons just stood up and said, I don't have to take this, and went to the library. The other ones sabotaged the test. There were about 300 questions. Now think of your your student at that age taking a true-false test with that many questions. I had been told I was no good or called bad names by one of my parents. I had been interested in the devil or Satan worship. I have listened to people tell jokes and stories about sex. Religion and my belief in God are an important part of my life. I have talked with my friends about sex. I have thought about ways I could kill myself. I have used special ways to talk with spirits. I have learned to cast spells that can be used for hurting others. I have been beat on by one of my parents. I have felt like I didn't want to live anymore. The idea of gaining weight has been bothering me a whole lot. Some of my dreams have been about sexual things. I have tried to kill myself. I have often hated one or both of my parents. I have seen spirits. There has been a change in who I live with. I have been kicked out of my home by my parents. I have been knocked around or slammed up against the wall by one of my parents. I have looked at a sexy magazine or watched a movie with sex scenes. I have felt tired when I didn't get enough sleep. I am not as healthy as I used to be. It seems there has been something very wrong with my mind. There have been days when I had a short temper. When adults have yelled at me, I've yelled right back. Everything I have done seems to have turned out bad. I have felt like the world is a rotten place. I felt like being left alone most of the time. When I was a child, one of my parents spanked me. Oh! or hit me and left marks on my body that lasted for several days. When I was a child, even if even if that child had not had marks on his body, he'd certainly be thinking right now that there were marks left on his body what, because he was spanked. When I was a child, I was punished several times with a belt, board, or another object. When I was a child, I sometimes went hungry because my parents didn't feed me. There have been times in my life when I watched television. When I was a child, I was knocked around by one or both of my parents. These are recurring themes. When I was a child, my parents would have left me with babysitters for days at a time. One of my, one of the adults who raised me as a child was cruel to me. Um, those are just a few of the questions out of the almost 300 questions on that psychological test. We decided uh, that this this was not something that we wanted our kids to be taking because it puts ideas in their mind but we just felt it was not any of the school's uh, business to be giving our child a psychological test. Well, they broke the law at that time because they did not get the written permission from every parent in that school district to take that survey. Let's take a look at the law right now. Well, here's U.S. Title 20 code, which limits, surveys, analysis, or evaluations. And it clearly states this. No student shall be required as part of any applicable program to submit to a survey, analysis, or evaluation that reveals information concerning 1. Political affiliations or beliefs of the student or the student's parent. 2. Mental or psychological problems of the student or the student's family. 3. Behavior or attitudes. 4. Illegal, antisocial, self-incriminating, or demeaning behavior. 5 critical appraisals of other individuals with whom respondents have close family relationships. Six, legally recognized privileged or analogous relationships such as those of lawyers, physicians, and ministers. Seven, religious practices, affiliations, or beliefs of the student or the student's parent, or eight, income, other than that required by law to determine eligibility for participation in a program or for receiving financial assistance under such program. These student surveys are illegal without prior written consent of the parent. If a student happens to take a survey without prior written consent, local school districts, board members, teachers, the Department of Education, and the Oregon Health Authority can be held liable. In the state of Oregon... During a special session in February of this year, the legislature passed a bill requiring a survey to be taken by all students in public schools. The Education Committee held a work session Monday, February 3rd, on House Bill 4132 requiring the voluntary surveying by the Oregon Health Authority of students ages 10 to 19 every other year. The summary of the bill, quote, Requires the Oregon Health Authority to administer and collect data from student health surveys. Requires authority to consult with the Department of Education to convene Student Health Survey Planning Committee, to engage adolescents in creating and revising surveys and interpreting survey data, and to use survey data to assess implementation of laws and rules related to students' health safety, and well-being, declares emergency effective upon passage. We learned of this legislation that was uh, being pushed quickly through the legislature during this short special session, and I gave testimony to the House committee uh, in their, their first and only hearing. This is what I told them, stop, just stop trying to take control of our children. We know public school boards, pretending to be educational institutions, openly brag about the fact they are social service agencies, so it's no surprise that your recent attempt to usurp the rights of parents has surfaced in House Bill 4132. How dare you bring this to the forefront during a short session of the Oregon legislature with an announcement of a hearing no one can attend especially the parents it affects. And no wonder the sponsors of the legislation have a reputation for wanting to control people. House Bill 4132 specifies you want to require the Oregon Health Authority to, quote, administer and collect data from student health surveys, surveys of adolescents ages 10 to 19, assessing physical, mental Emotional and social factors, including school climate, that impact adolescents' health, well-being, and educational achievement. Unquote. I want to insert here the reference to school climate. That is part of the Glisten Gay Lesbian Straight Education Network Plan for school districts to assess which students are desirous of a sex change and needing services. Continuing with my testimony, you want the Oregon Health Authority to consult with the Department of Education to convene a student health survey planning committee. Not only that, you want, quote, to engage adolescents in creating and revising surveys, interpreting data, and to use survey data to assess implementation of laws and rules related to students' health, safety, and well-being, unquote. Now that means a child of my child's age will have lawful influence over my child? That's not reassuring. Since science has proven the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex of the brain responsible for cognitive control and executive function is not fully developed until age 25. And how do you define health, safety, and well-being? Nowhere in this bill is a reference to parents except a token phrase, quote, provide clear process for an adolescent or, if applicable, the adolescent's parent or guardian to opt out of participating in the survey, unquote. If applicable, what does that mean? Is it code for sidestepping mom and dad? And what is the government going to do with this data of our children, who will it be shared with? You are declaring this a, quote, emergency effective on passage, unquote. I ask you, what is the emergency? This is a leviathan grab for authority of other people's minor children, plain and simple, and we will not stand for it. At the very least, any move to survey children must have an opt-in requirement, just as is required for a field trip. Why? Why? Because there is risk and liability, and frankly, school districts should be concerned about this. Parents and guardians have legal responsibility for the education, care, and upbringing of their children. I encourage you to vote no for this power grab for access to control our children. Parents will not stand for it. Unfortunately, this bill was voted out of committee with only one dissenting vote, An amendment requiring voluntary participation with an opt-out provision and prior public access to the survey questions was added to the legislation. It was also noted homeschool and private schools are exempt as they do not receive public funding. And yet, because of this bill and similar legislation, stealing parents' rights, parents have become the human endangered species. They are told, if you don't like or want your child exposed to controversial content or services, just opt out or homeschool. They know that it is usually not an option for the majority of families. The opt-out option is not acceptable or fair. It is their way of appeasing families who object. We get that, and we aren't buying it. The state is essentially bullying parents. Why survey every student? The survey is designed to identify a small segment of the school population, as was evidenced by the testimony at the hearing in the Education Committee from Basic Rights Oregon, an LGBTQ political group, and Planned Parenthood. Why is Basic Rights Oregon so concerned about these health surveys? Why is Planned Parenthood so concerned about these surveys? Well, questions on the surveys are often also not age-appropriate and suggested controversial behaviors are not acceptable for everyone. Only parents can judge what is age-appropriate for their children, not the government. The Oregon Health Authority will collect data from anonymous OHA surveys. How can the data possibly be considered reliable? Children have difficulty choosing what to wear and they are trusting them to analyze their mental and physical status? How is that possible? Even though these are valid arguments, the fact remains these surveys are illegal. They must get written permission from every parent. You're probably wondering how these surveys and the Oregon Health Authority connect to the transgender issue. The Oregon Health Authority has vested financial interest in identifying students wanting to abort their unborn babies, change their sex, receive hormone therapy, and mental health counseling. There is money in child-student so-called health care, and all without parental knowledge or consent. Unfortunately, the laws in the state of Oregon are extremely liberal, and they lean toward minor rights, not parent rights. Listen to a few of them. Oregon revised statutes allow school-based health clinics to have unprecedented access to students for services provided or referred. Students at any age can access reproductive care without parental knowledge or consent. Fourteen-year-old students can receive mental health services, which could include counsel related to gender transformation. Minors may seek help from a psychiatrist or psychologist, mental health therapy from a doctor or social worker without parents' knowledge or consent. 15-year-old students can consent to services such as hospital care, immunizations, medical, dental, optometric, and surgical diagnostic care. They can also receive gender transformation treatments, such as puberty blockers, counseling, drugs, advocacy, and sex change surgery, all without parental notification or consent. A well-child visit at a school-based health clinic, according to the Oregon Health Authority's Adolescent Well Care Visits, must include a physical exam, which includes a genital exam. So what should parents do? Number one, know your rights. Number two, Tell your children not to take a survey or a test like this of any kind in the public school unless you have given specific written permission for them to do so. Before you give that written permission, make sure that you have seen the actual survey that your children are going to be given. We'd like to see that survey, by the way. Thank you for listening today, and thank you so much for caring about your children and being willing to stand up for your rights. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Please forward this to your friends. Do you know any parents who don't have any time to read lengthy emails? That's what the podcast is for. I remember those days we raised three children, and I was always multitasking. I hated to read long newsletters. The podcasts are the answer. So much better than a radio show, because you can control when you listen. Whether it's now, or a month from now, or even two months from now, you have complete control over your access to this information. And you can share it. Share, share, share. Please send it to your friends and invite them to subscribe to Parents' Rights Now. Don't forget to register for the Northwest Safe Schools Summit. Featuring Walt Heyer, Heidi St. John, Bernadette Royals Esquire, and Rebecca Friedrichs. The date is Saturday, October 3rd, Shiloh Inn, Portland, Oregon Airport. Check out events on our website. Parents' Rights in Education is a tax deductible, nonprofit organization. We rely solely on your contributions. Help stop sexualization of our students in public schools. Together, we can do this. See you next time to learn more about Parents' Rights now.